a friend of mine at L.L. Bean actually told me about Airbnb and said, you know, maybe you should think about doing that because she came up and, and saw the house. She said it would be perfect. And I really always liked, always thought I wanted a and b way back in the day when there were B&Bs, not Airbnb. They weren't <laughs> around yet. Because so, I like to do all that stuff. So we thought, well, hey, maybe, you know, that might work. So I met with another friend who... Uh, had a guest cottage as an Airbnb in Freeport. And she had us over and sort of gave us the ins and outs and how it would go and sort of we asked a lot of questions. So I thought, yeah, I, I think this might work. Welcome to Behind the Stays, a podcast that shares the stories behind your favorite Airbnbs and the hosts who've made them memorable. Behind the Stays is brought to you by Spontaneous, a free weekly newsletter that brings you a carefully curated list of last-minute deals and upcoming steals on Airbnb. Sign up at spontaneous.com. I'm your host, Zach Cruz. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome everyone to the show. I am sitting outside. It's a very cold Friday afternoon here in Booth Bay Harbor, Maine. And I'm sitting by a fantastic fire that was um, made by none other than Neil, one of our Airbnb hosts. And I'm sitting and talking today with Susie Groton, who is the hostess and the magician, really, behind the Sparrow's Nest, which is where my wife and I are staying right now. So welcome to the show, Susie. Oh, thank you. Susie, I am super excited to be chatting with you. We've gotten to know each other a little bit over the past couple of days, socially distanced, of course, um, and it's been it's been amazing to hear a little bit about your story and experience this majestic place. Um, that you and Neil have have built. Um, I'd love for you to start by sharing a little bit about your story. But before we dive in there, my favorite sort of like introductory question to ask guests um, on the show is to talk about their first stay at an Airbnb. And if that isn't a particularly interesting story, you could also just talk about an Airbnb stay that was that was memorable. Well, my first Airbnb stay was in Boston. And um, it was quite lovely, as as Boston always is, always tricky driving in the city with um, GPS trying to get there. But once, <laughs> once we arrived there, um, there was in a lovely old brownstone, and um, we had to fiddle with the keys for a bit to try to get in. And as we were, interestingly enough, a person walked by and said hello to us. Huh. And I thought, oh, I recognize that voice. So I said, Neil, wait a minute. And I went down the street, and it happened to be an old friend of mine that I haven't seen in 25 years. No way. Amazing. Amazingly wow. true. I don't think he recognized me at first. But <laughs> we were friends many years ago, and we were trying to get in, and then we explained how we had to find a parking spot, and he said he had a parking spot for us. So lo and behold, we scored a great spot, wow. got ourselves into the Airbnb, went into this beautiful house downstairs. It was a lovely little studio. And um, we were meeting my brother and his wife. They were staying elsewhere. And we were going to see uh, The Who. Oh, wow. At Fenway. So okay. we were close to Fenway. So 
right in Brookline next to all these little cafes, shops, and the place was just charming and it, it was very nice. And you had already started hosting yourself before this happened, before you stayed in? Yes. Yeah, okay. I had been hosting for two years. Okay. So what was that? Was it weird to be in another person's space? Were you, like, could you help yourself but be thinking, I don't want to say be critical, but, like, did you instantly walk around the space and compare sort of, oh, interesting, they do it this way, I, did it, I usually do it this way, or what was it? I have to imagine that first experience had to have been at least somewhat interesting. Um, what, I guess, was there anything in particular that, you know, stood out with respect to how they prepared the place in comparison to how you do or not particularly? Um, yes, it was interesting because it's quite different than our place because our place is a, is a guest house and that was actually going into someone's house, walking through their living room, and then going downstairs yeah. to a separate apartment. And they had three kids, so you could hear them running around in the morning, <laughs> which was fine with us because, you know, we like kids and we're up very early anyways. But um, completely different than than my operation, my yeah. Airbnb. So, yes, you do find yourself looking around and saying, hmm, so does this work? Does that work? The cleanliness, yes, things they do different. Absolutely, you can't help yourself <laughs> to compare. Or what could I do better? Yeah. Where yeah. is there room for improvement for myself? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I want to talk about your story. And um, you can share as much or as little about your story as, as you'd like. But I'd love to hear a bit about how you got to Booth Bay and... At what point you started to think about the possibility of Airbnb and what that sort of experience was like? So very, you know, big sort of open-ended question there. But I'd love to hear a little bit more about you and how you became um, an Airbnb host. So I've been in Maine close to 30 years. I was a flight attendant when I moved here. Um, I'm from Massachusetts. I always wanted to move to Maine. It was always my dream. So at that point in life, I thought, well, there's no time like the present. I don't want to do it when I'm 80. I might, you know, I might not be here. So <laughs> why not go now? And an opportunity arose. And with the job I had, I could fly out of anywhere. I could fly out of Portland and commute to there. So I found an apartment and wound up in Booth Bay, and I didn't know one single person here wow. when I moved here. So, and was Booth Bay, I imagine it must have been pretty different than it is now. It was extremely different. Okay. Very, um, really more like a fishing town. Not much in the downtown. It was pretty basic, um, but quiet, nice. That's why I liked it. There hmm. weren't a lot of people. I think we only had 3,000 people year-round wow. when I moved here. Um Three to five thousand, and maybe like twenty or thirty thousand in the summer with your round residents. So it was very, very quiet. There was probably only one restaurant opened, um, open in the winter then. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it was, um, it was sort of like my place when the plane landed to just pretty much check out. Wow. Wow. So you move here, and you're living in. Are you living in sort of like a, an apartment at the time? Yes, or Okay. It was an apartment in an old house. Okay. Like a duplex. And you're 
still are you so you're flying out of portland what like a couple days a week or how often are you flying out probably well i would take the summers off for vacation so i had the whole summer and then then i would fly out a couple times a week and then sometimes in the winter i would just have to go and stay in pittsburgh as well because the commute was pretty tough in the winter yeah the snow yeah i bet wow okay and so how do you go from flight attendant living in an apartment in Booth Bay to working and owning this gorgeous place here and no longer being a flight attendant and switching into host mode um, for Airbnb? What is what is that story? So those are the dashes in between <laughs> in life that are so great is that fast forward to... 10, 10 years after, no, 12, it's maybe like 12 years after moving here, then I meet, uh, then I met Neil, of course. <laughs> it would never be possible without Neil, because as a team, we can do wonderful things. Well, he's the builder, so. So you meet Neil, and your relationship blossoms and there's a there's a fun story there i don't that you told us the other night i don't know if you feel comfortable telling us about uh your engagement and how that all happened oh yes so we we met um i had come out of a relationship so had he and um my friend i had met him before and thought he was quite nice and then she invited us to go to this restaurant where we would all meet of course she never showed up <laughs> <laughs> nice and i saw neil i hadn't seen him in a while so i went and said hello and um the, it turned out to be a lovely night and then he asked me out again and we went out twice, and he asked me to marry him after the second date. And I said, absolutely. After the second date. After the second date, we got married five months later. Wow. I said, don't wait. We, your father and I can make it. <laughs> I think she didn't <laughs> want him to get away. <laughs> she didn't want him to be the one that got away. Wow. Wow. That's that's remarkable. Um, so I, I'm super interested to hear. So. That this you guys get engaged, you get married, and the Neil was telling us the other night um, that the story behind sort of the the acquisition of this property was also uh, serendipitous and and somewhat somewhat miraculous in a sense. Yes, it was actually. He worked for the family for many years, remodeling their houses and and so on and so forth, and there was. 10 acres here. I was still flying at the time. And um, he said, you know, we have an opportunity to buy this land. And he brought me over here and it was all woods. And of course, I couldn't see through the woods. So I thought, <laughs> well, where will the house go? I didn't really understand all that. Well, he called me back when I was flying again. I said, well, just let's go for it. Yeah. Let's do it. And um, because there, there was... Um, along a, a list of people in line for this. Yeah. So we had first dibs and we had to quickly come up with some money to purchase it. Yeah. So um, we managed to do that by on a wing and a prayer. Yeah. And that's how that happened. And then we sold half of it to his, um, they were sort of like his parents and okay. built the house next door for them. Wow. So that sort of helped us a little bit. And so the sparrow's nest, which is your Airbnb uh, was built from the trees on on this property, right? 
Absolutely, it wow. was. So it's the new house with the old soul. Wow. That has probably many stories in that house. The trees could talk, right? Yes, if the trees could talk. But, yes, so we um, that came second after the house. Okay, so yep. you guys get married, you get this land, and you build your home. And what talk to us about filling the gaps for us between the building of your home and the building of what would become the sparrow's nest. Okay, so building our home was in between all of Neil's jobs. I had retired from flying at that point. And um, I became his painter, so I ran the painting crew. So um, in between him building the two houses that you could see one behind you and one on the other side, this house was nights and our house was nights and weekends. And um, in many, many years, we're still finishing things as we speak. So we got that up. It was just going to be a carriage house, and then we were going to build a house. But as we got halfway through... Um, this became the house wow. because we went overboard. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know. We had too much fun. So, and that's great though, because it's a very small house and it's all we need needed. Yeah. So, um, but we always thought then we'd have a little guest house in the back at some point. So, and so you build the sparrow's nest and then at what point, who is, it? is it you? Is it Neil? How do you decide to Airbnb it? You know, versus just have it, you know, for families and friends. Sort of what what made you guys aware of Airbnb, and um, why did you start, I guess, renting it out? Well, we we used it for our party house for a time, and then when my family came, because our house is, is small, so it was sort of a place for them to stay. Um, then. I, I had worked the dashes in between. Again, I worked at LLB for six years. So okay. um, my commute was getting difficult because it was nights. It was, you know, bad weather. And it just, the commute got to me after a while. So it was time to think about doing something else. And a friend of mine at LLB actually told me about Airbnb and said, you know, maybe you should think about doing that because she came up and, and saw the house. She said, it'd be perfect. And I really always liked always thought I wanted a B&B way back in the day when there were B&Bs, not Airbnb. They weren't <laughs> around yet. So, because I like to do all that stuff. So we thought, well, hey, maybe, you know, that might work. So I met with another friend who uh, had a guest cottage as an Airbnb in Freeport. And she had us over and sort of gave us the ins and outs and how it would go. And sort of, we asked a lot of questions. So I thought, yeah, I, I think this might work. Wow. So that was very helpful for me to get some insight to it from her, which I was very, very grateful for. So I want to uh, back up just a little bit here. So your place, again, that my wife and I have been fortunate enough to stay in for uh, the past two weeks is absolutely beautiful. And the uh, the touches, the design touches, the intentionality behind um, everything from the dishware to the artwork on the walls to the sheets um, is just impeccable. And I'm curious, uh, one can't help but walk into a space like the space that you all have created and wonder sort of where the inspiration came from. Um, How did you, there's nothing accidental about the Sparrow's Nest. 
and I am not a designer, so you know, uh, it, it doesn't take one to know one. Um, but I'm curious to know how did you go about designing the place, and where did you source the creative inspiration in order to create what feels like you're staying in a piece of art, but a piece of art that is like accessible and and open to all, not sort of reserved for just the select few. Well, thank you for your kind compliments. Um, I've always liked to decorate, so it's always been my passion. Always, always, always. Actually, when I was very young, I wanted to be an interior designer. Huh. But that never happened, so that's okay. Um, but traveling, really being fortunate, fortunate enough um, to have traveled many places with my job, hmm. I was able to see so many wonderful places, simple places, elegant places, um, the shopping from all over the world basically was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That, that is very fun and very inspirational. Um, so you get ideas. I would always take pictures. And actually, when I painted, I did a lot of um, faux painting back in the day and painted furniture. So I was always doing that. So I was always, you know, because I never had a lot of money. So I would have to buy, you know, the, the furniture at the... Um, you know, the used stores and paint it and make it look better. So, yeah. you know, you can create a lot when you ha when you have to. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I would say mostly from traveling and then with Neil and designs. And I always read magazines, so I would clip those things, um, pages out of magazines for years. In fact, I still have many of them wow. that are very inspirational. And you could take a few things and put them together. And with Neil, I was able to do that because I could communicate through photos hmm. and then he could make it happen. Then he makes it, turns it into magically into something beautiful. Wow. So very fun for us. We have a good way of doing that. No, it's very clear to just the partnership and how important that is to the success of, of this place. And, you know, it's funny when we first drove up to um, to your property. Uh, it was again two weeks ago. It was like peak fall. Uh, the the uh, leaves were just absolutely gorgeous. Um, we immediately noticed the apple trees, um, which was uh, it just felt it really did feel like we were in some sort of movie, um, which was which was a lot of fun. And as we you know pulled up and you know stepped out and looked at the property, I mean at it's just there's there's the property in and of itself has like the, from the landscaping to how you guys um, have planted different flowers and plants and trees. It's just everywhere you look, your eye wants to stop and just focus on it on something because the again, the intentionality and the design behind seemingly everything is um, is impossible not to admire. And so um, what was what was so neat about the uh as we walked into the place you had um it smelled like lavender and the bed was like perfect the uh the smell of the place was just incredibly inviting and as we sort of made our way through the room and then into the kitchen and then upstairs into the the loft area um it just kept getting better and better and better um 
and it can you can tell when you're and you know we've my wife and I have been fortunate enough to travel to a number of Airbnbs and you can always tell when something is um, a part of the host meaning the space has meaning to the host versus the space is just a business um, you know and you know one is not better than the other it's just different and what I love about your place is it really feels you can, you can get so much about who you and Neil are um, without even knowing you based off of how the place feels um, so I just want to thank you for that because you guys gave us this incredible uh, overwhelming sort of embrace um, into who you are and the things that you care about and value based off of the pillows you chose and the throws that you chose and uh, you know the the pots that you chose so so yeah sorry um, it's just it means a lot it means a lot to guess um, and I think it's important that I know that you probably know this but it's important to hear this this sort of affirmation because it's different um, it's beautiful well thank you I'm glad that you enjoyed it because we have put a lot of work into it. So thank you for noticing that. <laughs> that indeed makes me very, very happy. Yeah. Very happy. Well, I just have a couple final questions for you. Um, so you're, you all have a guest house and um, the Sparrow's Nest, right, is, is on your property. You guys also live on the property. Lots of Airbnbs, the hosts aren't around. Um, and I'm just curious if you could share, give us any sort of insight into um, what you think sort of like the pros and cons have been about having an Airbnb on your property. Um, I assume you guys, I assume that it's mostly pros since you've, you've done this, um, and have done it for years now, but talk to us a little bit about, yeah, what, how you, how you guys think about having people on in your space and in on your land all the time. So, Yes, I'm a people person, always have been. Obviously, from flying, you would have to be. <laughs> or you would never be in that job. So, um, and working at L.O. Bean, likewise, I enjoy people. And the best part of Airbnb is meeting all of these wonderful people like yourself um, that come from, you know, all, all over the world. So, and everybody has a story, and we enjoy hearing their story as well. Um, many people, I mean, we, we've really been fortunate to have a lot of very wonderful people here that we've got to actually spend time with and have become friends with Yeah, that come back and stay. Some, some now are close friends, some have moved here. So, um, that's the, there's a, there's a lot of upside to it. Yeah. Yes. The downside would be that, yes, you you share your space. So obviously we try to stay out of the yard as much as we can and respect people's privacy. You know, you can't, you don't want to be, they're, they're paying to stay here. So you want the, their time to be very special yeah. because it's about them and their time, not us. Yeah. I mean, I need to be, you two guys, you two both do a uh, fantastic job at that. Um, and it's like the perfect, um, you know, you, you forget sort of that there are other people living here and then, you know, there are these small touches or, 
you know, the occasional text message um, with something exciting or encouraging. And it's just, yeah, the balance that you all have been able to strike is is remarkable. Um, it's not distant um, by any means, but it's also not uh, overwhelming or, or in your face. So it really does feel like this is a space that you all have cultivated intentionally to share um which is which is special all right my final question for you is around actually i'm not going to ask you this question um because your place for folks who are for folks who are listening to this um we'll link uh, the listing to uh We'll link the listing in the show notes here and people can read the remarkable reviews that that you all have um of which there are are many and so i'm not going to ask the question about uh reviews and and comments you've received from guests but instead i want to know what does what does home mean to susie when you think about home and you think about space um what is it about space that a space that makes it feel like home to you to me space your space should be very calming very relaxing you should walk in and just have that aha moment or that ah, i'm here you feel at peace everything from the outside all your worries should go away at least for that moment in time when you walk into a space hmm. it should embrace you and inspire you. Well, the sparrow's nest does just that. Well, that's that's actually what it should do. You should just go and be able to let all your worries of the world behind, even if it's just for a moment, just to check out and just, I think, simply be, be yourself. Well, Susie, thank you so much for this time. Um, thank you for opening your home to us. Thank you for opening uh, your story to us. And uh, we're really going to miss this place. And we are have already been looking at dates for when we can come back. So thanks again for, uh, for participating in this podcast. And uh, we'll be back. And thank you for staying with us. And we're going to miss you and Gabby very <laughs> much. So we look so forward to your next visit. And thanks for staying with us. Hey friends, hope you've enjoyed today's show. If you are an Airbnb host or know an Airbnb host who'd like to come on the show, please send me an email at Zach, Z-A-C-H, at spontaneous.com and we will chat. Behind the Stays is brought to you each week by Spontaneous, a carefully curated weekly newsletter that brings you the best last minute deals and upcoming steals on Airbnb. It's sort of like Scott's cheap flights, but for Airbnb. You can sign up once again for free at spontaneous.com. Last but certainly not least, I didn't believe in Marie Kondo's whole spark joy mantra until I started podcasting. Now, my joy is sparked every time I see a new subscriber roll in. So please hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode and so you add a little spark to my joy fire today. Okay, that was kind of weird, but um, we're gonna roll with it. Subscribe um, and thanks in advance. All right, everyone, see you next time.